Welcome back to Real Walk Podcast. I'm your host, Kiara, and I am so excited. This is episode two. Um, I just want to start off <laughs> with saying thank you to everyone um, from the last episode and just launching in general. Thank you to all the love and support. It does not go unnoticed, I promise. Um, just all the resharing and the messages it was overwhelming but in a really good way um i just felt god through every single person's uh, messages so um i just want to say thank you to all of you um and i love you guys very much (laughs) um so with this episode as you guys could already tell with the title it's silence and chaos or silence in the chaos um and i did a poll on instagram and a lot of you guys actually i was very surprised a lot of you guys were voting for religious trauma or um intimacy with god and i promise you guys those will be um topics coming up in maybe in the next few episodes or whenever god wants okay but um that i was very surprised i was very surprised that i had like two people choose um silence in in the chaos or silence in chaos and um i just know this one's gonna be good (laughs) um and i'm excited to finally start getting into the word of god and diving into what god is trying to do and what he's trying to speak um so i want to share uh through this episode a little bit of um what god has been doing specifically with this um topic in my life and i'm still continuing to um have to take moments to hear god but i have seen how I've given the opportunity and I, I take the time to hear God's voice and I want other people to experience this as well. Um, so back in March and around April of 2023, I experienced God so loudly um, and very deeply um and there was just a lot of conviction especially with um learning how to be silent um and i'm gonna i'm gonna get into the details but um i have personally learned how to like i was saying you know take the time to hear god and in April, it was just, or March, I, part of a little bit of my testimony from that time was I was in a girls group, um, Bible study kind of thing, and I started to isolate myself. Um, I pushed back from the group. I was, I didn't show up for a couple of weeks. I always had an excuse. I, I remember this one Sunday, I was like, hey, guys, like, I'm not going to be able to go, you know, I'm not feeling too well. And, and I 
notice that I got into this really depressive episode. Um, and for those of you who don't really know me, and I'm, I'm very comfortable with sharing this, but um, like I had mentioned, I think in the last episode, I, I'm in therapy, uh, Christian therapy, and I absolutely love it um, because I just know God is every single time, every single session, God is speaking. And, um, I was diagnosed with, um, depression, anxiety, and PTSD. Um, and it's not something that's like a light subject, um, especially coming from a pastor's kid. You're kind of like, huh. But, um, one thing that my therapist said to me, and I don't know if I mentioned this last episode, but one thing she said to me was, you know, I'm going to give you the tools to get through this season, but God is going to heal you completely. And I have seen God heal me. Um, I know that eventually I will be free from, uh, delivered from depression, delivered from anxiety, delivered from PTSD in the name of Jesus. Um, and right now I'm, I'm healing, I'm, I'm coping through these things, I'm learning, and I've, I've seen God's hand in this season of healing for me. Um, and God can still use me through my failures, God can still use me through um, my brokenness, and, and allowing God to use me is different. Um, because you have this joy, and even in, in moments of you know, I still have depressive episodes, but even in those moments, I still find joy um, through God. And this is what I want to share. Um, back, sorry, <laughs> backtrack. Um, back in this time when I was, you know, dealing with this with this moment or this season, I saw how God really had to isolate me from everyone, from my friends, from um, people in general. Like, he was really isolating me, and I was by myself for a moment. Um, And I still had my, I was still in my relationship, or I'm still in my relationship. At the time, I was still in my relationship. I had my family. I had my friends, but it was different. It was more of, um, I need you to be by yourself. And that's when God had spoke to me the most and it was actually this song called silence um I think it's by elevation rhythm but it's like the it's like a another version of it it's there's like a fast version and then there's like a slower version and it was a slow version (laughs) got me in my feels I was crying and in this song it talks about um I'm going to let you speak through the silence, God, for you to speak through the silence. And I would listen to the song religiously. I love the song. Um, And I saw how God was secluding me, but not in a bad way. It was more, I need for you to hear me, because if you don't hear me, I don't know how I'm going to get to you. And I ran from God for a very long time, like very long time. And that's, that's part of my testimony. Not going to get there yet. But I ran from God for a very long time, even though I was still attending 
a congregation, I was still running from God. I was hiding from my calling. I was hiding from what God wanted to do or how God wanted to use me. I allowed the enemy to like get in my head and put this fear in me that I kept running from God, but yet he still found me every single time. Every single time. That's why I'm here, because he kept chasing after me. He did not let me go. Um, And it's like Jesus, when he left the 99 just for that one, that's how I feel every single time. Is like, God, there's so many other people that you can choose, but you chose me. And he's saying that for you, too. There's so many other people that God can choose, but he'll still choose you. He'll still find you, um, even when you're trying to run from him. So I want to go to the book of Kings, uh, First Kings. Take out my, I love this Bible. <laughs> my favorite Bible ever. Um, but we're going to go to First Kings 19.9. Oof. Um, one thing that my dad has always taught me is we need to go to the word for ourselves. Um, you can go to, you can congregate, you can, you know, listen to sermons online or YouTube and stuff, but you need to go to scripture yourself because God is going to reveal things to you. Um, we need to operate with revel- or through revelation. Um, and this is how I felt reading this, reading First Kings. I, I really never, I, I can honestly say I never really dived into First Kings. Um, but wow, this book is intense, by the way. Um, you, like I said, you have to go for, look for yourself and read for yourself. But this book is pretty intense, pretty wild. Um, but we're going to be talking about Elijah and, um, for those of you who don't know who Elijah is, um, Elijah was sent to show Israel the evil of their ways and encourage them to return to the Lord. Um, and I want to read 19 for you guys. So if you guys have your Bibles or if you are just listening, um, the title for this one is Elijah Flees to Sinai. 19 says, when Ahab got home, he told Jezebel everything Elijah had done, including the way he had killed all the prophets of Baal. So Jezebel sent this message to Elijah. May the gods strike me and even kill me if by this time tomorrow i have not killed you just as you killed them Elijah elijah was afraid and fled for his life he went to beersheba a town in judah and he left his servant there then he went on alone into the wilderness traveling all day he sat down under a solitary broom tree and prayed that he might die I have had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life, for I am no better than my ancestors who have already died. Then he lay down and slept under the broom tree. 
But as he was sleeping, an angel touched him and told him, Get up and eat. He looked around, and there beside his head was some bread baked on hot stones and a jar of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again. Then the angel of the Lord came again and touched him and said, Get up and eat some more, or the journey ahead will be too much for you. So he got up and ate and drank, and the food gave him enough strength to travel 40 days and 40 nights to Mount Sinai, the mountain of God. There he came to a cave where he spent the night. I don't know if you, you guys know where I'm going with this one. So we're going to go back. Elijah said to God, he said, I have had enough, Lord. He said, take my life, for I'm no better than my ancestors who have already died. Then he lay down and slept under the broom tree. But as he slept, an angel touched him and told him, get up and eat. Then the angel of the Lord came again and touched him and said, get up and eat some more or the journey ahead will be too much for you. That was seven. When I was reading this, instant revelation, I was like going crazy. Because in seven, it says, the angel of the Lord came again and touched him and said, get up and eat some more or the journey ahead will be too much for you. I don't know if you guys understand what that means. Sometimes we, God is telling us something and we don't want to receive it and then we want to move on with our lives but we don't have enough strength for it. And some of us want to keep on going in our journeys, but we haven't eaten enough. And what does that mean? How I interpreted this was a lot of us want answers from God. We want God to reveal things to us. We want God to show up or, or answer our prayers. Yet we haven't got, gone to the book. We haven't gone to, to the word of God where all the answers are. <laughs> and and we want God to answer us. We want God to use us so powerfully, yet we don't want to take the time to get to know God. And... That's sometimes a hard truth. We want more from God. We want God to bless us. We got, want God to do the most with us. But we don't want to take the time to get to know God or to sit down and read his word or, or read the scripture. And God is literally trying to reveal so much to us. So... Then the Lord speaks to Elijah, and this is uh, verse 10. But the Lord said to him, what are you doing here, Elijah? Elijah replied, I have zealously served the Lord God Almighty, but the people of Israel have broken their covenant with you, torn down your altars, and killed every one of your prophets. I am 
only one left and now they are trying to kill me too go out and stand before me on the mountain the lord told him and as elijah stood there the lord passed by and a mighty windstorm hit the mountain it was such a terrible blast that the rocks were torn loose but the lord was not in the wind after the wind there was an earthquake but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was a sound of gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his cloak and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. I want to go back to 11. Um, when God said, go out and stand before me on the mountain. And then it says, there was a terrible blast that the rocks were torn loose, but the Lord was not in the wind. After that, after the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was a sound of a gentle whisper. God doesn't need to do the most so that you could hear him. An earthquake is loud. And the rocks were torn loose. Meaning, these rocks were crumbling down. There was a fire. And yet the Lord was not in any of them. After the fire, there was a sound of a gentle whisper. When I was reading this, I was like, hold up. And I read this like 10 times. And the last time that I read it, God was like, this is it. I was like, oh my gosh. God doesn't need to do a lot for you to hear him. God is not a crazy God. Like he doesn't he doesn't have to go all out and and be the most for you to feel his presence. <laughs> we ourselves don't even have to be the loudest with God. A simple whisper and God can hear us. And a simple whisper whisper from God and he and we can hear him. And while I was reading this, like, it was like a revelation instantly where when we go out in nature, let's say we go out into the middle of the forest. Mind you, this is God's creation. When we go out into the middle of the forest, there's this silence that it's it's very peaceful yeah you might hear a couple of birds you might hear the the leaves brushing but there's this peacefulness in the middle of the forest if you've ever gone hiking you know what i mean think about this too when you go into the middle of the ocean all you hear is 
the waves. And yet there's this calmness. God didn't even do the most in his creation. The creation speaks for itself. God speaks for himself. And he didn't need to go all crazy for you to notice him. We already notice him. And imagine listening to his voice. Taking a moment to to put ourselves in a silent place to hear his voice. In the middle of all of this, in the middle of the craziness and, and everything going on in your life. Think about taking a moment to just hear his voice. What is God trying to say to you? What is God trying to, or how is he trying to speak to you? What is he using in your life? How is he orchestrating things in your life to speak to you? And are you listening? Are you taking the time to listen to God? And Jesus, Jesus had to take a moment to himself. When Jesus was in the desert, Jesus had to practice solitude. He had to practice being in the silence. And even at that, the enemy was trying to tempt him. The devil was trying to tempt him. But he had to block that out and listen to the voice of God. And many of us, we are distracted. There's temptations that come along in moments that God is trying to speak to us. If you really notice, I mean, maybe this is me myself, but I really notice when I'm trying to have intimacy with God, something tries to distract me, whether it's my phone or I'm in the car and somebody cuts me off and i'm like bro middle in the middle of worship full worship in the car and this guy cuts me off and i'm like what is going on and i notice you know the enemy be trying to attack me in those moments and it's just like jesus jesus was was being attacked when he was in a moment of silence with god And there's many times that we need time alone to confront ourselves. We need to learn how to confront ourselves. But we can't do that with all this craziness going on. And like, I kind of, like, <laughs> while I was, you know, studying for this, for this uh, episode, God reminded me of a notebook I had back in 2020, and I actually read it. And I have a couple of notes from that book. Um, And it it made me realize, like, during the pandemic, which was very difficult and tragic for a lot of people. But it made me realize, for me and myself and my journey in that season, God had to really isolate me completely completely in that season and i think that's where god really had to draw in my faith so heavily because at the same time i was going through a breakup 
And like, I was alone 24-7. 24-7 by myself, solitude with God. And that's where God had really tugged at my heart. And that's where I, that's why I say when I was 18, I gave my life completely to God because of that reason. And I know that's what that season was for for me. And God needs to get you alone to confront yourself, like I said. And let me tell you, (laughs) sometimes God isn't going to focus on your resistance, but your results. God's going to be harsh. Like I said, putting you in a, like, isolating you, putting you in a place where you need to be secluded for him to hear you, like, that's not easy because you feel alone. You feel like you're by yourself. And trust me, being in this season of my life, not just the pandemic, but also a couple of months ago where just major isolation i was like god like this hurts but i had to turn it around and be like god but what are you doing what are you trying to show me and we need time alone with god or we won't know who he is and the the thing is is that people think that They know God, but they never have experienced him. Or people, people have only heard of God, but they don't know who he is. And that's like, (laughs) that's like back in, back in high school when there was like that one group of people. I mean, for me, there was people that didn't like me, but they didn't have a reason to not like me i stayed in my lane humbly stayed in my lane i did my thing like i minded my business (laughs) and there was people that just still didn't like me and that's how people see god is like they don't know him because if they knew him they wouldn't feel that way towards him if people knew god They wouldn't reject him. They wouldn't push him away. They wouldn't not want him. But it's because people don't know who he is. They only know a version of what people have said he is or what he does or whatever the case is. And it's like only if they got to know him on an intimate level and this this goes into the other topic that i was talking about intimacy with god which i'm not gonna get too deep into but if only people could just have a moment or not even have the moment because the moment's always there but give god the opportunity before you close a book and sometimes we as humans we allow people to shape our experiences for sure we're human that's gonna happen we allow people to shape our experiences to 
tell us oh because this person did this you shouldn't like them and then we end up not liking the person i mean how many of us (laughs) i could definitely say for myself where your best friend had this like situation with another person and you've never had an interaction with this other person but you don't like them because your best friend was hurt like we do that as people we do that as human and and realizing like man there's always two sides to a story i always say this two sides to a story but why don't we take the moment to know god's side rather than just sit in our comfort of where we are because we don't want to get to know him for you to be in a relationship you have to get to know the person like you can't just blindly get into relate like date the person or you can't even blindly marry the person without getting to know them that's kind of crazy and it really took for god to use a friend of mine um a couple of months ago to share this story with me and it completely changed my view on people and just so many things in life where he was sharing how he went to a conference um and there was this couple giving their testimony they were married and the husband was unfaithful to his wife and he said something that really stuck with me and i still say it. i still have to tell myself this and if this really sits with you please say this to yourself in moments where you are pointing other people's flaws out <laughs> but he was telling me how in this couple's story where the wife she was very upset they were working through their marriage they obviously you know they were in counseling and things like that and she was very upset at the other woman because she knew he was married she knew he was with her and and she still went and was a part of that situation and as she's sharing the story she's telling everyone and she's she's saying how there was a moment where she was in bed at night and she was talking to god having a conversation with him and she's like god i just can't forgive her i can't go to the congregation and and look at her in the eyes like i mean that would be difficult for any person and she's like i can't forgive this girl like how could she do that and god said to her so loud and clear and she said god said to me that that is still my daughter she's still my daughter even if you don't like her even if you don't um want to apologize or forgive her and man (laughs) that sat with me so heavily because there's many times where we want to have these situations because of our pride and we don't want to forgive and we have to look at the other person and be like man this is still god's son or daughter and as christians like we have to learn to forgive we have to learn to live like the son jesus forgave so why can't we and 
I saw how prior to this, my relationship was being affected. My relationship with God was being affected because I was looking around me and at what other Christians were doing, what other people were doing rather than what was in me. And the conviction (laughs) was heavy because there'll be times where I'm like, oh my gosh, this person. And I'm like, that's God's son. Or that's God's daughter. And in my relationship, you know, we went through this season not too long ago where I was comparing myself unintentionally and not in a horrible way. It was more of the enemy was just trying to silence me. And this was before I started the podcast. The enemy was trying to silence me and place this fear because, you know, my boyfriend, man of God, like I said, um, he he was sharing so much with me that he he would wake up like five or he wakes up at like five in the morning, which is like kind of crazy to me. Um, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But he would wake up or he wakes up at five in the morning and he reads his books every single day his bible every single day and i would start to kind of like not share my things because i felt like oh my gosh as a christian i need to read my bible every single day i need to wake up at five in the morning i need to go to the gym at six in the morning i need to pray every single day do this do that do this to be qualified to be a christian but in reality god wasn't looking at that god was looking at the relationship between him and I, me and God. And it came to a point in our relationship where we had to, you know, sit down and talk and, and be like, hey, this is this is my situation. This is what's going on with me. And it's not that I'm not trying to look for God. I am. It's just it's a little difficult. And this is why it's very important to have somebody that holds you accountable, especially a partner who really holds you accountable to what God's trying to do in your life and filling each other up is very important but I saw how God had to realign me again because he's like you have a relationship with me I don't know what you're doing like you're doing too much (laughs) like you don't have to do all of that I just want you to realize like I just want to have a relationship with you We'll get to that point. We'll get there. But you just got to listen to me. You just got to be willing. You don't have to come to me perfect. I'm supposed to make you perfect. We are being perfected in this walk. We don't need to come with out our addictions. God wants us to come with our addictions so that he can perfect us so that he can break the addictions so that he can clean us and make us whole through him but we don't need to think that we have to have it all together and that's that chaos that we think like man god there's so many things happening in my life i i'm just i'm not perfect i can't do this i and god's like that's okay because 
in that chaos of your life, I want to be the silence. I want you to hear me in these moments. I want you to come to me. I want you to look for me, not just on the not just in the bad, of course. I want you to come to me in the good. I want you to tell me about how's your day, how, how everything feels like it's falling into place. I want you to come to me with joy. But we also have to go to him in every season of our lives so that we can hear him and we can have the direction that he's trying to give us. And we get scared as Christians. We do. Yo, I'd be scared sometimes. I'm like, God, what the heck are you doing? Why do I feel like this? Why am I struggling in this area? Why am I like, what is going on? And we just have to remember, Jesus will silence our fears so that we can hear the Father. He's going to silence your fear. Everything that you're worried about, everything you're thinking about and struggling with, and and you're like, God, I don't know how to do this or when to do this or where to do this. Where do I even start? How do I even pray? How do I even read my Bible? Where do I begin? And God's like, my son is going to silence the fear so that you can hear me. He died on the cross for that very reason. So that we can have this direct access to God. (sighs) And it takes a lot of faith for you to be able to listen to God. It takes a lot of faith. But he will make a way. He will make a way in all the chaos going on in your life and everything that you're struggling with in moments where you feel like you can't hear God. You feel like you can't feel him. His presence is just not there. Jesus or God will make his presence known. Like I was saying, we don't we don't have to do the most for God to make his presence known. He's God. We don't need <laughs> Jesus help me. We don't need to do all this craziness. To feel the presence of God. Oof. He is God and God alone. And this is why I'm speaking about silence and chaos. Because we need to go into this silent place. Without our crazy thoughts. Without people telling us how to live our life with God. We need to hear God on how he wants to move in our lives. And even when we do not understand it, there's many 
times we're not going to understand things and that's okay because not everything is meant to be understood and you need to be okay with not understanding what god is doing because you will understand later on god's like i don't need you to understand this right now i just need you to follow this follow me listen to me listen to my voice and then you'll come to understand it on why i'm doing this in your life and it's okay to not understand god is too good bro i say this time and time again and i just know that there's someone there is someone who's who is searching for an answer and god just spoke to them through this episode take the time to rest in his silence we need to rest i'm leaving to texas tomorrow friday <laughs> friday the a couple days ago because i posted i'm posting this on monday but and by the time i post this i'll i'll be in texas but we really need to take the time to rest in his presence and and the reason why i was going to texas or why i'm going to texas is because i need to rest in his silence again not to go on vacation and not even pray or not even do anything because sometimes we do that we go on vacation to get away from everything but we cannot forget god we cannot forget god and i i strictly asked god please speak to me on this trip (laughs) because i just i just want to be filled up by you every single time not just not don't use going on a trip as an excuse but for me i just needed to get away from everything for a little bit to reconnect with god again and or not again but reconnect with god more because i just want to dive deeper into his word i just want to get to know god even more and i I just pray that everyone just gets to know god more and more and more because there's so much to him there's so many mysteries that we still are yet that we are still trying to uncover because that's who god is he's very mysterious We just, oh my gosh, we just need to get to know him. We just need to learn how to be silent. Stay quiet sometimes. It's like we want to be talking to God and yelling at God. Like, why is this happening? Why is, what's going on? And he's like, can you listen to me? (laughs) So I just pray that this episode really spoke life into someone and i pray that god used me as a vessel and i just want to close this on prayer so if everyone could bow their heads where they're at heavenly father we come before you we thank you for this opportunity to be able to just hear your voice to be able to to lean on to you god that you continue to speak life into each and every single person that listens to this podcast and that this episode 
just poured into someone so deeply that they learn how to take a moment of silence to hear your voice, to lean onto you, God. And that when we are in moments of confusion and and we don't understand what is going on, God, that you continue to remind us that you are in control. That is in, that's in your will and not ours. And that everything we do, every single thing we do, that it is done according to your plan and your purpose for our lives. And just thank you for for allowing us to be a part of what you're doing here on this earth. Because you know the plans you have for us. And that you illuminate our minds. You open our ears and our hearts to, to receive more of you. And that we are more receptive. We learn how to be receptive to what you are trying to do with us. And I pray and and I rebuke any spirit that is trying to distract those who are trying to learn more of you, to uncover your mysteries. Because God, there is so much to you. And I pray that people will come to your feet through this podcast people will give their lives through this podcast because like i said it is in your plans and your will and you don't have to do the most you don't have to go all crazy for people to notice you you are god and god alone thank you god for what you're doing in your name we pray amen Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I hope that this filled you up very much. And I pray that you have a blessed week. I will see you in two weeks. Love you.